Hello, hello. You're listening to Unplug the Podcast with me, your host, Super Simone365. Welcome back to another episode. This is going to be a really great episode and I'm going to do it in two parts because I've just put um, a question up on Instagram asking people to tell me their business horror stories. (laughs) So um, hopefully we get some responses and that will be part two. We'll talk about that. But what I wanted to talk about is all the things that can go wrong. Now, I'm super positive and all of that and this is going to be part business basics Oprah book woo woo and stuff you still with me I have recently come across Vanessa Barrington the right remark and I have been binging her podcast and today they had a a podcast episode about being copied and ugh. Isn't being copied the worst? The worst. Like, bleh. Uh, We have been copied so many times. I'm laughing because when I, when you are copied, it is so shit. It is the worst thing ever. I've said that so many times already. But, and I really want you to listen to this episode because they have a really great conversation. But what I tell people now when they are copied, being copied, like people say, oh, being copied is a sign of flattery. I'm like, no, being copied is a sign of laziness. If someone has to copy your design, your colors, your content, like, I I think it's kind of funny because I'm like, good luck, because I will always be one step ahead of you and you can't copy me. You can copy my words, you can copy my designs, like I have reread my own content that I wrote on competitors' websites. And you can't copy how I deliver. You can't copy my skills. You can't copy my integrity. And that goes for you too. So um, what they talked about in this episode is about calling it out. So we had someone, they didn't copy us, but they registered one of our domain names and we had a trademark. So we got our solicitor to send a nice letter. Uh, I've talked about this so much because it's just hilarious because they wrote back and apologized and said it was an accident. (laughs) How do you accidentally register your competitor's domain name? Like you can't accidentally do that. that. You have to get on a computer, you have to type in words and put in a credit card. That's... There's so many processes in there. Processes in there. Anyway, um, I thought it was very important to talk about this because I've been talking. Um, we're going to have an episode with the accountant and the lawyer. And back to you know, episode nine point one where I talk about Astrid. You really need to have someone you can talk to in business. Now, your family and friends might not be the best people because they'll always love and support you. You need, you and by having someone to have a soundboard, not to get advice, but just someone to say things out loud to you. And I've talked about this a lot, even with my journey now. I have wasted so much time in my own head stressing about stuff. And then when I go to my peeps, like my trusted network, and say things out loud, it's out of my head, right? And my head's got space. And as working as a financial counsellor, 
our, our role is to ask really great questions because when people can verbalize what's in their mind, um, whether it's true or not a fact, whatever, once they've emptied it, like that process in itself just clears your mind. You would know this yourself, right? So um, I thought it was really important to talk about all the things that can go wrong because a lot of things can go wrong and we need to be aware of them. So, you know, like um, this episode was really inspired by the Vanessa's episode about, you know, they're talking about creatives and being copied. But there's so many things that can go wrong in business. And, you know, I'm not talking about COVID or natural disasters. Like, yes, that's thing. But if we can preempt all the things that can go wrong and write a list and have maybe a process or a thing to do when these things happen, this could take you like an hour to do like on one bit of paper and then you are free and then you know touch would none of these things ever happen but if they did happen it's not like a freak out you don't know what to do you've got okay well these are all the things that I could potentially go wrong um these are the things I can do to work through that process that so there's a few things I wanted to talk about so this is a bit random but it's just really important you have to read the fine print of all the things. No one does. Everyone just agrees to the terms and conditions and they don't read them. So two instances I want to talk about. One is daycare. So I got charged a fee for daycare and then I got charged a late fee because I didn't pay it because it was a public holiday. And I just, today I'm just like, oh, I got charged the late fee. I hate getting charged late fees, by the way. I hate it. Um, about this payment and she's like yeah I'm like but it was a public holiday and she's like yeah you still need to pay and I'm like oh I've got two daycares at the moment so the other daycare so these were all the public holidays like the Queen's long weekend and then the Queen's day of mourning and you know there was a whole bunch of weird public holidays the other daycare didn't charge for public holidays but my one did and she just said to me yeah it's in your it's in your, your welcome packet, it's in your contract, like we charge for public holidays. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I didn't know that, I wasn't aware of that, got charged a late fee, paid for daycare for a public holiday. Okay, so I have to wear that, right? It's my fault. They had it in their thing and I signed the thing and whatever. And then another thing I wanted to talk about was with a lease, with a commercial lease. So I had a building I leased and I, I had this problem with the toilet. It's driving me insane, the toilet. And uh, obviously we needed a plumber. Uh, I called the real estate. The real estate organized the plumber and I got the bill. And I'm like, okay, cool. They've just sent it to me because, I don't know, I'm, I'm on the lease or whatever. So I sent it to the real estate and the real estate replied with, you have to pay for this bill. And I'm like, yeah, but it's the toilet like I'm renting and they're like yeah for commercial properties you are the, the the person holding the lease is responsible for the plumbing like the toilets the sink anything internal like it's not like a residential property where if I was renting a place and there was a problem with the toilet the owner has to fix it I'm like oh 
Okay, so um, Elise is, you know, about 30 pages, but it was in there. And apparently that was the thing. So, um, yeah, that's really important. With um, going back to that trusted network and the lawyer, um, <clears throat> having someone, you know, that you can go to and ask questions and get support is really important and having even if you have contractors so another thing that happens in business is you have to fire people you have to fire people you have to fire clients now it doesn't have to be a big drama but you have to like when you engage with someone what's the contract what's the terms what's the terms of ending the agreement um a lot of people you know they hang on to stuff because they just like it's awkward and it's awful like no one wants to fire anyone no one wants to be fired no one wants to put anyone out of work but also um keeping people that you know aren't fulfilling that role has another negative impact but if you have that thought out before you even start with a process a lot of that would come down to the hiring as well, but that's another conversation. Like, what does that look like? Do you have contracts? Are you comfortable with the terms? Do you know where you stand with that? Another thing we see a lot all the time is bad reviews online <clears throat> and or bad um, comments on your Facebook page or whatever. Sorry, I'm having a drink. like crisis management what what are you going to do about that so um if you have a bad review that you that doesn't sit right with you like there's a process with whoever that reviews with that you can go through but you can also just respond to that so um have you heard of the word canned responses it's kind of like you know a preempted paragraph and you see this all the time where People have written a really bad review and then the company's like, we're really sorry about this, you know, try and get it offline. Like, please contact us, call me directly or email me so we can rectify, you know, this and and make it better. And I think a lot of people you'll see um, really appreciate that and then it's done with and it shows the integrity of you. But I think when I see stuff like that now, I just think good job business because you've obviously got some systems and processes in place for when this happens and you're just dealing with it and a lot of people don't and then a lot of people delete stuff so you know you can't delete anything off the internet right it's there forever um what else i don't want to go on and on and on but i i guess the whole point of this is if you're a product or service if you have a website the people you engage with the people that you're engaging with um, you need to be aware of all the things. Now, when you have a small business, when you have a business, you cannot plead ignorance because you deliberately went out and registered an ABN and started a business. So it is your job to know all the things. Um, <clears throat> with all the natural disasters, we've seen a big shakeup with insurance and we've seen a lot of people underinsured. Now, Vanessa, bless her, 
In her podcast, she has a podcast, her house burnt down. Now, Scott Pape's house also burnt down as well in the the uh, bushfires in Melbourne a few years ago. And Vanessa has this story of her house burning down. And she didn't um, listen to the episode. I don't want to give it away. but And I'm saying this because back in the day, I did some temp work and I worked in an insurance agency and we had to do a spiel of, <clears throat> okay, if you... If you, um, for your home, take the lid off your home and empty it upside down. And everything that falls out, like, what is that worth? Because people are so underinsured. So if you lost everything, I hope you don't lose everything, but do you know what I mean? You have to buy teaspoons and sheets and all the things that you've, had and collected over the years you know all the things your clothes your handbag like a lot of people that lose everything they literally have walked out of or escaped with the clothes on their back and that's it and then in saying that like again back to and I don't want to freak you out but the cyber security attack the optus attack like how are you protecting your data and your client's data And what's your policy around that if there was a breach? You know, you see, you can't hide from these breaches. They'll make it in the media. What's your process for that? People understand, like, if you're honest with them. If you can can tell them something and they might not like it, but if you're honest with them. That's why now all the banking outages, I'm going to stop soon, I'm getting that scratchy voice. The banks just call it out now. They apologise, they've got an outage and they just keep people updated and updated. Like, yeah, it's not good if your bank's offline, <clears throat> but they're not hiding. They can't hide anymore. They just can't. Anyway, there are just a few things, but I think I'll try and find like a formal, not a formal, like a bit of a template for you guys. But I just want you to think about um, all the things that could go wrong. Um, all the unpleasant things like firing people and broken toilets if you can have a plan for them and then you can fix them instead of freaking out and doing nothing okay bye hi i'm just jumping on to let you know that we've changed the name from unplug to disinfluencer everything's the same we just changed the name so there'll be reference to that we did it in april 23 enjoy this episode Hello, are we on? Guys, I'm on my podcast mic. Seriously? Am I doing it right? I don't know. Anyway, I'm back. Look, look how noisy I'm being. I should have got to be more organised. I um, I wanted to continue on with this episode. I put a little Instagram question box thingy up and asked people what to prepare for. And surprisingly, everyone talked about payments. So that's obviously very important. And it's just made me realize there's a lot more we can talk about here. And I don't want to go into doom and gloom and I don't want you to freak out. But what else happened today, like serendipitous, sorry, this is my book I got today. (laughs) It's called The Road Less Stupid. Advice from the chairman of the board, Keith J. Cunningham. 
I've seen a few of the people I follow talk about this book. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Anyway, on page three, that's as far as I've read, it says, um, I'm just going to read it. More often than not, critically thinking about what could go wrong and doing the work to mitigate those risks before taking action is abandoned in favour of comfort zones, the path of least resistance and speed, and it's got in um, brackets, instant gratification. Now that is kind of the synopsis of this very long-winded, the first part of this podcast episode, um, what I was trying to talk about. Like it's not pretty, but you need to kind of think about what could go wrong. And then I guess... You know, we've got insurances like what if someone dies, like all the things, right? But you were talking about payments. Now, there is nothing worse than not being paid and nothing worse than not being paid when you've delivered goods or services. And I was, you know how like the internet's listened to you and I just was seeing all these posts. I saw a post from like a cake maker talking about overdue invoices on Facebook and I'm just like why are people getting cakes without a payment anyway so back to instead of me rambling I've just jumped on the business.gov.au the Australian federal government business website and I'm going to put this in the show notes and there's a whole section on payment terms now there's a when you don't have any payment terms and you give people goods and services with out any payment terms like it's hard to get paid whether it's b2b or b2c so um obviously you can uh not give anything until you have payment or have a deposit but but the point is you need payment terms then you need um a process if there is no payment so putting a post on facebook isn't going to help you being paid you actually have to send three reminders and give um give them an opportunity to pay to make a payment arrangement or to, um, you know, say they're in financial hardship and to make some other arrangement. Um, You need to do that before you go to a debt collector. And again, this is why you need a legal legal in your team to get some advice. And um, yeah, and but again, like that's a few things you could do. You should have that on your invoices. Um, you know, do you take a deposit? What's your refund policy? All those things. So I'll put that link in the show notes and I'm going to wrap it up there, but I've, I will put some more question boxes up as, up, up as, up. (laughs) And we will, um, we'll like talk a bit more about this. Like, like I said, I don't want this to be doom and gloom. I want this to be empowering and to talk about things that we don't usually talk about or say, but we need to talk about so we can learn, right? Like no one, you don't know. You need to have three reminders. You know, you don't know these things. So it's all about helping you be the best. Okay, that's it. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We're on Instagram at on.plug. We only have Insta for now, but you can also go to our website, which is in the link in our Insta bio and get in touch if you want to. If you want to know more about the marketplace, you want to be on the podcast, you have a podcast for us, if you want to support us, if you just want to say hello, just 
find us on Instagram or here and say hello. Bye.